the following podcast has been recorded live for your audio pleasure. It is rated M for Mexican. Welcome everyone to another episode of Mexi Mind Matters. I am your host with the most, the Mexican, the man with the million dollar plan. As you all know, if he can do it, nobody can. Coming to you live from the city that never sleeps, the greatest city in the country, possibly the world, Columbus, Ohio. And I hope everybody enjoyed the 9 and 9 it served the purpose that I thought it would. It kept everybody on its toes. Listeners tuning in. Actually, it was the most listeners we've had in the first week of a month. Hands down. Month is young. It is still Mixie's birthday month. We just celebrated uh, my little brother's 26th birthday uh, this uh, past weekend. We... Uh, Went to Marcellus. I didn't want to risk the chance of him picking that stupid Japanese place he likes. Uh, parents are in town for a couple weeks, and then they go back to France for the remainder of the year. So we all got together and went to eat, uh, including Tara the missus. So here's here's let me let me start off by saying that at my wedding, I always pictured the best to have co-best men. Initially, I thought it would be my good friend Artu and Kato. But based on recent events in the last couple of years, I've promoted my brother as the main best man and Kato as the co-best man. So I told my brother that, you know, I plan to propose. And I said, hey, don't tell anyone. First thing he does is tell my parents. Which, as you know, Mexican parents, my mom... Gets all excited. I'm like, really? We're we're at dinner, okay? She's right here. Like, let's calm it down. Jesus Christ! I remember, I was like, oh well, it's family. Uh, okay, well, great. Yeah, way to um, tell everybody. Yeah, I wonder who else knows. You probably told Kelsey too. That's his girlfriend, for the record. But anyways, so uh, plan still in motion. If anybody was wondering. Once again, the last date is Arizona, December 8th, 2018. It's a Saturday. We'll be there the weekend in Phoenix, and the next week we will be in Vegas. So you can join us to watch history in the making on the Saturday in Phoenix and then come back to work on Monday. Or if you want to be a, live, a little li- live life a little dangerously, stay with us in, in Vegas. Again, I mentioned this back when the plan was put in motion. You're still three months out. To get Groupons for the Luxor, which is where we're staying, and also uh, cheap flights. Again, 
and this behooves more uh, mostly my uh, goonsmen that would be coming from abroad. Just saying. So let's let's start there. Now, moving on to the actual nitty gritty of the show. I apologize for having not talked about this sooner. I was trying to formulate my thoughts about this and also kind of, you know, figure out how to word this so that people don't get pissed off because heaven forbid in this society we piss people off. It's 2018, okay? Let's calm the fuck down. But for the first few days it was happening, I couldn't figure out what was going on with everybody burning their Nike stuff. And then I realized, oh, well, there's a Colin Kaepernick ad. Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Kaepernick's face, Nike, just do it. 30-year anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. While the idea itself, I'm okay with. No, no, no harm, no foul. I have no problem with Nike choosing Kaepernick as the face of their commercials and advertising for the campaign. And there's, um, I'm gonna, again, I may repeat some of the arguments because I've talked about this before. Kaepernick's kneeling with the flag during the national anthem. And I want to set something straight. So, I have nothing against what he's protesting or what he's supposedly protesting. And I use the word supposedly because people forget specific things and they're all about, you know, as as people like to call it the fake news and the nonsense memes here and there. And people don't know everything. They just say, oh, yeah, no, oh, he was an NFL player and I, they won't let him play. No, 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 no. That's not the entire story. I use supposedly because Colin Kaepernick was the first one to start kneeling during the national anthem in the NFL. And everybody in the NFL said, oh my god, this is a big uproar. I agree. I don't think this is disrespectful to the troops, the veterans, or the flag, or the country. That is nonsense. He actually was told because he wanted to do something else. And a fellow army person told him, hey, why don't you kneel? Because in kneeling, it's a sign of respect. Because the army, or well, the military, kneel when it's called for. So that was a suggestion that was made to him, and he took it. I believe kneeling is a sign of respect. So to say that he's protesting by kneeling, that's already, I mean, yeah, but there's nothing to be bitching about if he's actually kneeling. If he was turning his back or staying in the locker room, that's a different story. But of course, it's also your job. Now, as any protest will tell you, you're risking consequences if you, like, say, if I wanted to protest abortion and I started strapping myself to the building at my firm, my attorney reserves every right to fire me because I'm literally breaking the rules of our employee handbook. And that's what people don't understand. The NFL for these players is a job. And it, since 07, it's been in the employee handbook 
the NFL code of conduct for the players, to stand during the national anthem. Now it is being reinforced. So, you get fined. I forget what the penalties are, but my my point is, and I like how everybody likes to just assume that, oh, this is Mexico's opinion, nobody cares. No. You can go and research this. It is in the end. If you did not listen to the original post or the original podcast on the kneeling during the national anthem and Colin Kaepernick, I think a year ago, I document and read verbatim the employee handbook. So don't come to me that's saying that this is just, you know, my opinions. This is well documented. Now, in the NFL, you can't do it. He was doing it, and then now other people are doing it. Great. Well, guess what? When he started to this, when he decided to do it, he was not the starting quarterback. He wasn't even the backup. He was the third string because he had been playing so terribly that he was no longer starting for his team, the 49ers. So I find it very convenient that that's when he decided to start kneeling to get attention. Now, of course, all the NFL owners, a bunch of white people, decided, oh yeah, his contract's about to be up. We're not giving him a we're not giving him a contract. He'll create ruckus among the, in the locker room, which they reserve the right to do as employers. If you want to hire somebody who protests because they strapped themselves to a building, you don't have to hire anybody. You're, it's your company. You are the owner. You don't have to. And that's what people don't understand. Yeah, it's biased. And nobody's saying it's not. But that's why it's happening. Oh, this never happens. No, this happens all the time. I guarantee you, you protest and strap yourself to your your employees, uh, your, your employer's building, you will not have a job. And you, consequently, you will not be allowed to come back to work the next day. He at least was able to finish out his contract. So, also, let me specify as well, people who are idiots and don't know football. Because I see a lot of these memes circling around. Last year and then now this year with the Nike thing. Tim Tebow kneeled, yes, during games to pray. He was not doing it during the national anthem. He was doing it before taking the field. Two different scenarios. So don't, don't tell me that, oh, Tim Tebow was a, uh, you know, a hero for doing it, but Kaepernick's not because he's black. No. And there was some uproar at the time when Tebow started praying and kneeling. So don't get me started on that bullshit. Know what you're doing and what you're talking about before posting a stupid meme. Let's let's say that. Now, before we continue, let's remind everybody that if you wanted to save on your car insurance, don't go to Geico. Definitely not. Vote for my man, Ramo. 595-2934. Use the promo code MEXI and it will save you money on your car insurance. With American National. Make sure you're covered. UM, UIM, MedPay, collision coverage, rental, everything. Homeowners, life insurance. Mexi's got the Holy Shim package. You can too. American National, proud sponsor of the Mexi Mind Matters podcast. As we were saying, that's that's the first thing I want to clarify. Because I get what he's doing. I just know... 
and I'm not going to feel sorry for the guy when the consequences fall upon you because you're protesting. Point number two I want to make is in this country, and I looked this up last year and multiple times, the amount of times a white police officer accidentally supposedly kills a innocent black man is a lot less than a black person shooting down another black person. You never see Mexicans complaining about it because in this country, same scenario. A white police officer that kills a Mexican, an innocent Mexican for doing nothing, happens randomly, whereas Mexicans killing other Mexicans happens all the fucking time. Ask the cartels. We won't complain about that. Mexicans will complain about discrimination, racism. I get that. Black people too. I'm not saying there's no racism in this country. I myself am slightly racist. And racism does exist. But let's get one thing straight. If black NFL players are doing they're, they're raping, they're, they're shooting guns in clubs, they're found to be guilty of domestic violence, whereas, you know, aside from Aaron Hernandez, who, eh, he's kind of Latino, but he's, I would say he's the lighter skin toned of the bunch. The white NFL players don't go around fucking shit up and beating their wives or shooting guns at clubs. I mean, I get what you're saying, Kaepernick, by kneeling, but at the same time, the number of deaths in this country by black people on black people is significantly higher than a police officer killing an innocent black man. So that's the second thing I'm going to say about that. Because, again, the way you're going about protesting makes no sense. Like I said, I don't think kneeling is a sign of uh, disrespect. And black people get shot by other black people all the time. Oh, but when it's a white person that shoots you, let's, let's start protesting. No. Protest? You should have started protesting this ages ago. Because it is not like it just started happening. White people killing innocent black people has been going on for decades. And you just now want to protest? Conveniently, right around the time... You're about to lose your NFL career because you are sucking on the field. It's not about beliefs. It's about the talent. He was being terrible on the field. Now, mind you, I agree. A lot of backups, backup quarterbacks in the NFL are worse than Colin Kaepernick. So he should have had a job. But as I said before, they don't give him a job because they're not wanting to hire somebody who protests. It is their right as employers. It is a job. Now, the other thing that I find very interesting, and most people don't know this, of course. How could you? You're sheep. You're just following what everybody says. Colin Kaepernick, in 2006, when there was a shooting of some white officers during an arrest, that Sunday when he was playing for the NFL, during pregame warm-ups, was wearing socks that had police officers, pigs as police officers, all over his socks. Implying that officers are pigs. Which is a derogatory term towards the men in blue. 
Oh. But this is the same guy who wants to fight for black people dying at the hands of these pigs. But but killing the cops is okay, Kaepernick. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah, I like how nobody mentions that part. So, again, Kaepernick has a long history of flip-flopping on issues and also, you know, saying he does charitable work and protests, but then, you know, buys a, you know, $100,000 fur coat or whatnot. Or wears these socks, you know, implying that police officers are pigs and basically saying, yeah, it's okay to shoot them. That's okay. You know. Also, again, as I've said, the timing. You were not going to get hired by any NFL team. We knew that. You work with Nike to get sponsored and be the face of the commercial. Now you probably make way more money than any of these backup quarterbacks in the NFL, which, again, as I've heard some people say, and I agree, this is not about continuing the protest. This is about continuing the fight that Kaepernick has been fighting. No, this is about money, because you can't tell me that he woke up one day and found out, oh, I'm the face of Nike, oh, they chose me, oh, what a surprise. No, this has been in the works for a while, and now he makes money off of it. You know, the most, he makes more money than half the backup quarterbacks currently in the NFL. And you're trying to tell me this is about a protest. No, this is about money. This is about him paying well, getting paid, basically. That's what this is about. Let's be honest. Let's stop the bullshit. Now, another thing that drives me nuts, people don't see this nonsense, another thing that drives me nuts, you're trying to tell me that, and this is my main concern, my main issue with Kaepernick right now and these commercials. Everything else I'm okay with. It's this nonsense that I can't stand. You are trying to tell me, because, okay, I saw the ad, and I saw, I've seen the actual commercial, the, the, one, the one on TV. So, you are trying to tell me, because the commercial lists all these players, these greats, so, and all these people, regular people that have sacrificed. So, the commercial's got... A, rest, a kid that wrestles with no legs. It's got a, a football player who, you know, it's a kid. He's, he's playing football. He only has one arm. It's got Serena Williams, possibly the best women's tennis player alive or out there ever. It's got LeBron James, arguably one of the greats in basketball. It's got uh, the women's U.S. women's soccer team. Again, best women's soccer team ever. It's got all these people who have sacrificed. Somebody fighting cancer. I'm pretty sure Michael Phelps is in the commercial at some point. Like, it's got all these clips of all these legends of their sport and people who've gone from poverty and now are great. Like LeBron, a key example. 
made something of himself. Okay. I'm, hey, I may not like the dude, but that doesn't mean he's not a good example of what they're saying. It's got all these people. Dude, I don't know how the dude wrestles with no legs. Or somebody running with no legs. I mean, it's got all these people who clearly have sacrificed in their lives to become what they become. And it's got these greats who went from nothing to like the greatest in their sports. And then at the end, it's got Kaepernick. And he walks down the, you know, the streets and he just says his line, you know, believe in something, even if it means sacrificing, you know, everything. That's where I get pissed off the most. Because you are basically, Nike, you're basically telling me that you consider Kaepernick to have sacrificed the same amount than everybody else in this video, in this commercial. And that's what where I call bullshit, ultimate bullshit. That is nonsense. Colin Kaepernick sacrificed a paycheck for another paycheck. He sacrificed the attention he was getting on the field as a starting quarterback for the attention now he has of this movement. I'm pretty sure he was also named Man of the Year on Time Magazine. I'm not entirely sure. I have to go back and check that. But I'm pretty sure he was on some magazine cover as Man of the Year. That is equally as ridiculous as Caitlyn Jenner, you know, Bruce Jenner, getting Woman of the Year for basically dressing up as a female now and changing her sex. That is nonsense. Many more women have done better to make women's rights more equal. Many more people have sacrificed than Colin Kaepernick. Shit, myself included, have sacrificed a lot more than this moron who literally went from bench warmer, oh, let me get attention doing this, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, caring about black lives. Oh, Nike, you want to give me millions of dollars for a commercial? Oh, yeah. Really? You really don't think this is about money? He, The only thing he sacrificed is a paycheck for another paycheck. End of story. I mean, that is what gets me the most out of everything here. Also... Well, you know, while we're on the subject, how stupid are other people? Like, the burning of Nike stuff, I was like, what the fuck is going on? That is equally as ridiculous as you burning your LeBron jersey when he went to Miami, and then, oh, oh let me let me suck his nuts when he comes back. Now, Nike already got your money when you bought the damn thing, so burning your shoes and your clothes, nobody cares. Nike already got paid. You lost money, and now, you, and now you're losing clothes. You're an idiot. And it's idiots like that that drive me nuts. But what they do drive me nuts. I relax. I go in a hand and still massage. I go to one in Dublin. You can go to anyone in Columbus or the United States. As long as you use the promo code MEXI, you will save on your first Swedish massage and your membership. Pay a monthly fee, get a free massage a month. Stack them up, they accumulate. Hand and Stone Massage, official sponsor of the Mexican Mind Matters podcast. But yeah, how retarded do you have to be? And then people scratching off the Nike logo off their stuff. Really? You'll look like a moron. That's all you're doing. 
You're making yourself look like a moron as opposed to actually protesting protesting a protest. Idiots. Now, let me touch upon this too because this also is involved in this whole all oh, Black Lives Matter, racism, whatever. And I wanted to touch upon it since it recently happened. The incident in Dallas where a white female officer went into the wrong apartment and shot a black guy. Defenseless black guy who was basically living in his own apartment. And again, it's a call upon don't be idiots to yeah, it sucks. But again, a random event. Oh, it just so happens to be bad timing that it's during this, these commercials. A white female officer, supposedly having just finished a 15-hour shift, decides to come home. Now, I've never, I've not seen the pictures of this apartment complex, but supposedly you can park per floor. So she lived on the third floor. Somehow thought. That she was on the third floor when she went clearly to the fourth floor. Now, again, I've not seen pictures of the complex, but I'm pretty sure floors in the parking complex are numbered. So how you magically had such a rough day that you can't count anymore, I, I don't get that. Because I work 70 hours a week, okay? Now, mind you, I'm sure being a police officer is more taxing than me running demands. But hours worked as hours worked. You can't tell me you lost track of time and you don't know how to count. So then magically, you end up... You end up on the fourth floor. I don't know how that happens, but whatever. And then you go to this to this apartment thinking it's your apartment. Now, mind you, I don't know if a 15-hour shift made you blind, but I'm sure the apartment has a number or an indicator saying... This is apartment D. Oh, I live in apartment A. Oh, 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 that's below. Oh, shit. And the and supposedly, when she went to put the key in the door, it was a jar. Oh, really? Now you're telling me somebody didn't lock the door properly? Okay, that makes no sense. But all right, you walk in and it's too dark. Oh, it's dark. Yeah, black guys were sleeping. Now, here's the part where I get more confused. You're telling me that you saw a shadow and you gave commands and they weren't following the command. So then you just decided to shoot. That is what I call bullshit. Because you're telling me that you clearly the guy wasn't charging at you. It's his apartment. So if somebody broke into my house and gave commands and say, hey, get on the floor. I'm like, uh, no, you're in the wrong fucking apartment. Oh, go check the door. You don't believe me. I wouldn't make any sudden movements. And if I get shot, well, that, that's not cool. Again, you don't shoot just because nobody's doing anything, just sitting in the dark. And then here's the thing. So, worst case scenario, you're a black guy. You see a silhouette. Now, that's coming from the door. So, clearly, the door has some lighting from the outside. So, you can maybe make out the fact that this person has a gun. Hey, if somebody's pointing a gun at me and telling me, oh, do this. All right, well, one, calmly tell them uh, you're in the wrong apartment. Two, do what they say. Again, 
if somebody came in and broke into my house and told me, what are you doing here? Put your hands on the ground. Uh, ma'am, you're in the wrong apartment. You're in the wrong house. What? Get on the floor. All right, fine, bitch. You're still in the wrong place. Oh, 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 oh. And what? What should you do? Handcuff you? Please unhandcuff me if you don't want to get sued. Oh, thank you. Problem solved. So, the dude gets shot. Then she goes to the door and sees, oh, it's not my apartment. Um, okay, so you didn't notice that going into the door when the door's in front of your face. But then after you call 911, you then notice, oh, yeah, this isn't my apartment. I'm on the wrong fucking floor. You're one floor up. The dude lives above you. That's ridiculous. That's nonsense. That makes no sense. And you're a moron. That person should be not. That person should not be a police officer anywhere. Let alone alive. Because if you're that stupid, you should not have a gun. Again, that's where I think Second Amendment rights should tweak that kind of nonsense. But anyways, that's another discussion I've already had. As I said, that's ridiculous. It makes no sense. We need to hear more about the story. Now, again, not disputing that police officers are protecting their own because they first put her on administrative leave, then three days later decided, oh yeah, this bitch is an idiot, let's charge her with manslaughter. But again, once they investigate, it might be more. Yeah, this is basically murder. Now, the family of the individual hired the same attorney as the other, you know, issues that happened. And yeah, why did it take you three days to charge the officer? Yeah, I that's a valid question. And again, I think this is bullshit. She's full of shit. How does she not pay attention? I agree. Also, I agree that this is wrong. But again, one of very few incidences that have happened over the last year and a half. And guess what? She is... Properly getting punished. First, she was put on administrative leave. Then she got um, charged with manslaughter. Now the charges could be increased. Yeah, you investigate and then the charges go up. I mean, that happens. That's how it goes. So, people who are saying, oh, this is not a situation. This is why Kaepernick kneels. No, Kaepernick kneels to get paid. Let's be clear. Number two, this is what he's saying or what everybody's saying that black people are getting killed by police officers you know undeservedly yes but it is few and far between and when it does happen in this case it did happen they are rightfully punished I'm pretty sure she will be not back on the force in this scenario because you're telling me oh he didn't respond to commands bitch you're in his apartment you broke an entering. You broke an engine. B and E. Break an entering. You literally oh the door was ajar. Conveniently. Your key would have not worked to get in the door. You're telling me that a black guy was sleeping with his door open? No. That makes no sense. So yeah, she's getting rightfully punished. Rightfully so. So you can't claim this is what Kaepernick's doing because all, as I said, all he cares about is money and the bitch is getting punished accordingly. 
Oh, it's not going as fast as you thought it was going to go. Oh, woe is me. You want compensation immediately? I mean, again, kind of like what I do, you can't expect insurances to accept liability that very same day unless it's clearly obvious dude was going the wrong side of the road and then like started running every red light and T-bone someone. No, if this guy was a white guy, it would not be faster. Like, I agree. There's racism, there's double standards. I get that. But, that's been the case for years. So, why Kaepernick now is signing Neil about it and everybody inside now the protest is, that's my issue. It's just a bunch of attention and getting money. Now, what the other NFL players are not understanding is if you start kneeling too, like there's some Dolphin players that knelt and they were the only ones to do so, yeah, you're no longer the first one to do so. You're just following the movement and uh, they may decide to not play you. It is within your employer's rights. I'm sorry. Now, before we go any further, let's, let's remind everybody that, you know, if you do want a decent workout, go to Super Studios 253, give them a buzz, 253-272-0700, and uh, sign up now. Use the promo code MEGSY, save money. Today, they have a nice little show for you. Uh, I believe it starts at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time, mind you. But yeah, go check it out. They will uh, give you a nice little surprise. That's all I'm going to say. Coach Super, excellent coach. Just head over today, if you can. 5.30, An event going on. Promotional event. Down in Tacoma. But... Definitely remember to use the promo code to save save the money. Super Studios 253. Proud sponsor of the Mexican My Matters podcast. Now, a little tiny, tiny complaint or rant about the Serena Williams incident too from the U.S. Open. It kind of ties into this. Oh, there's racism and sexism everywhere. Let's be clear. Yes, there is a double standard. Well, I wouldn't say there currently is, but at least before there was. Because I remember uh, McEnroe, uh, Djokovic, and even Nadal throw bigger fits about losing a point than what Serena Williams did to the umpire calling him a thief. So I get that. But here's where Serena Williams is wrong. Now the rules are stricter than they were before. So McEnroe before could get a, get away with being an asshole to the umpires. Now, I'm pretty sure McEnroe, if he did that now, would get fined just like Serena Williams got fined. So the double standard was more before. Now, mm, it's there, but not, not as much as before. Because, yeah, maybe Djokovic would have broken a racket. Nobody would have said anything. I'm still sure he would maybe gotten fined. So Serena getting fined for abusing the umpire? Yes, that is fair. Now, Serena claimed that he owed her an apology because she never cheats. Um, it is in the rule book that 
coaching isn't allowed, and that includes gestures, signs, and any kind of noise from your coach to yourself. Your coach giving you a thumbs up is coaching. So the violations were correct. You were being coached per the rule book. So the deductions are fine. You you got a warning the first time, then you did it, it happened again. So yeah, it was justified. Your coach even admitted after that he was doing it. And he then goes, oh, but the yeah, the other the other coach was doing it too. Well, yeah, the other coach is a coach of a Japanese player that is the first time she's in the Grand Slam Finals. They don't care. And if they don't see it, it didn't happen. I mean, you can't say, oh, the other guy was doing it, so I was doing it. Oh, yeah, so he was robbing a bank, didn't get caught, let me rob the bank. No. They were still coaching. That's why you got, you know... Your fine or your uh, point deduction because of that, and then because you broke the racket, got fined for that. Which I'm pretty sure if Djokovic broke his racket, he would get fined too. Now, of course, whether the Japanese player's coach was, you know, coaching too, I can't really say. I didn't. I didn't watch the game. I only heard about this nonsense after the fact. But again, if he was doing it, oh, he didn't get caught. Great. Um. But your fines were justified. You were violating the rules. I understand that you're like, I don't cheat. Okay, well, uh, he gave you a thumbs up. So your coach basically blew it for you. Then on top of that, you're taking away from the Japanese player and her moment of glory. Which, again, that is, if anybody owes anybody an apology, it's Serena and everybody else to... The Japanese player. First time a Japanese player wins a Grand Slam. Yeah. You took away her moment of glory by bitching about something that was called correctly. And then everybody's bitching because you got fined. Yeah. You get fined nowadays if you do what Serena did. I'm pretty sure McEnroe, like I said, if he did that now, same would apply. But guess what? All the, all the videos I saw were... Yeah, there's a double standard. Oh, Serena fighting for women's right. No. Serena was fighting and throwing a fit because she was losing a game. Okay? Let's be clear. Because all the videos I saw of play, male player, tennis players throwing a fit, none of them were from the last two years. Sampras, Agassi, McEnroe, Djokovic back in, what, 04? Yeah. Over decades ago, back when the women's game was not what it is now. Let's be clear. Stop stop bullshitting a bullshitter. That makes no sense. Kaepernick is all about the money, and Serena is all about winning titles. Oh, she's losing, she's throwing a fit. Great. Everybody does it. And that is today's show. So I hope you enjoyed it. Mexi telling it like it is. As always, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. All the episodes are there. Subscribe, review, rate the podcast. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and YouTube. And as always, remember, where there's a Mexican, there is always a way. Until next time, see ya.